There we go. Are we in? That was so weird the way you came in. It was like you're like God. It was like a white light and then suddenly you just appeared. Yeah. No, I'm far from God. <laughs> How was your run? It was good. Thank you. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm rubbish. Um, I've got a podcast with Holly later and I was like, right, I'm not going to miss this because I've let her down before. So I put it in my phone. But unfortunately, I didn't put you in my reminders. So I'm there on the treadmill giving it stacks and I went, oh, shit. I don't think you worked hard enough because I was expecting you to be like, <sighs> but you sound like you've done nothing. So I think this is all a lie, to be honest. It's, my fitness is now up there, isn't it? I'm like Mo Farah. Uh, Just like, wait. yeah. I'm so bad. Like when I have to like run somewhere, I'm still like, <laughs> bitch out of breath. It's awful. I do lots of running now. Changed my life. In what way? No, it no, it hasn't changed my life. Like I'm not saying like I've found it. I've just I've just changed lots of things. I've just I used to run a lot, and uh, I've just at the minute running is taking priority over lifting weights and stuff not that I was ever any good at that either but I'm just trying to be fitter because my heart's knackered isn't it I've got to have an operation at some point so I'm just trying to be very conscious that I'm fit so that if well when the day comes I'm just a bit better yeah you know? you're gonna recover probably. you're gonna recover better if you're fitter basically with a heart condition so um I'm just trying to stay and also it helps not not being massively fat so that too well like last year when I went on holiday I had to do like a prep for holiday you know to win the poolside classic obviously mm. and um i did that i won that that's like how you get on yeah just yes. just someone nearly had me on the last day turned up <laughs> <laughs> um but no it, it, i just yeah i had to lose quite a lot and you don't realize how out of shape you can get with a couple of pound a month putting on and so i'm just trying to stay a little bit tidy now so yeah i'm not having to lose like loads sounds good sounds good so how has everything else been? What's been going on? It's it's a weird time of the year, isn't it? It's like you enjoy the kind of quiet time because you kind of get to like recoup, kind of recharge. But at the same time, it's like a weird time because you're like, ah, like you kind of know like the season's like around the corner as well. Yeah, it's it's been weird. It's obviously I'm the same every year. You know, this is obviously it's only the second. Well, we've only had two seasons and two expos, but I get really, really low for about four or five weeks after it, like really low. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I think that's just like the come down and and all that. And then, you you know, what do I do now type thing? Um, And then you kind of get used to that. And it's nice not having anything to do with the industry because it drives me mental. As much as I love it, it also drives me mental. Mm. Um, It was lovely to go to the Arnold's as a guest and just enjoy it. You know, I, I enjoyed, I'm not saying I enjoyed the Arnold's massively, you know, I'll get that dig in there. But I... I enjoyed meeting people that I know and I like. Um, and, and so many people do Fit Expo that did the Arnold's as well. So it's nice to be on the other side and far less stressful. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, Christmas, all that lovely. And to be honest, I've been at work, hun. I've been, because I still work, like I say, I still work in sales. So I've been just smashing as many hours as I can at work on the basis that very soon I'll be leaving there. So what I do every year, obviously, until Fit Expo makes money, hopefully, but as it stands at the minute, they're really flexible with me and they allow me to put extra hours in in January and February on the basis that I will be having time off soon. So um it's a night for me, like it's it's a really weird time because everyone's like like house business, like house things. I'm like, 
it, it's it's weird because in actual, if I'm talking like in numbers, I'm like, well, it's not good because it's not the season, it's not busy. But at the same time, like, there's always like, I always appreciate this time because I feel like I kind of get to like sort my life out a bit and sort things out. I think it's hard when it's sometimes in the season, like when you're working like a Monday to Friday and then you're working on the weekend, like you're not, we're not like hairdressers where you get like Monday, Tuesday off. Like it's very, it's so, it's, it's so rewarding and it's so much fun but there's also this other side where it's like it is very tiring it can be very draining and like this sometimes can be hard to kind of like recharge as fast so I kind of think right I'm just gonna make the most out of like having my weekends and all that sort of stuff and then yeah going back into the season yeah no I agree totally with you it's it's kind of like but it does allow us to plan doesn't it it gives us a bit of breathing space Mm. um so yeah planning for the season I mean yeah as you said there it's not it doesn't feel busy yet. It's early, but um, it's nice to hear lots of people saying, oh, yeah, loads of people are saying they're doing this show or loads of people are saying they're doing that show, which is cool. Yeah, it's I funny see- once I put that calendar out, everyone, like, everyone, firstly, everyone's, like, gagging for the calendar, like, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? I'm like, they think I'm, like, the one that can, like, change it. I'm like, I can't put a calendar together until federations, like, like do their dates. But as soon as, like, people get the dates out, even if they change it, like, later on, I think it's nice for them to kind of just, like, have that next goal and just to kind of see like what's going on and stuff yeah exactly and um yeah like we didn't put ours out as a calendar did we we kind of we dropped ours just we kind of teased people with it and we just dropped it like that um but yeah yeah you know the feedback's been good and i'm i'm excited about obviously start um, we've got the first show which is the first time show we've never done that before and and if i'm honest totally honest i never really wanted to do a first time show i'll be honest with that now on here um, but I just got so frustrated with how many, you know, I'd speak to a coach last year. I'd say like, you know, and you do, you have to sell it a little bit to some people like, you know, have you got anyone for this show or that show? And I just got so fed up with people saying, oh, well, they would do yours, but they're doing a PCA first time. And so I'm like, oh, brilliant. Cheers. And I'm like, I do a first time with bodybuilding too. I do a first time bikini. And it, it kind of got to a point where it was that, that much of that convo, because I think there's, there's, there's this thing that. And I even see coaches now doing videos. Like, if you're an athlete, you should do a PCA first time show. I'm like, come on, man, give us a break. You know, there is more than what there. Huh? I'm just trying to think. Like, was that my first ever show? I don't think P- no PCA was not my first ever show. No, like, no, that started obviously. Like, I was involved with them anyway, so I knew when that came, and 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 I know the reasons why and why it can be really productive. But um, at the end of the day, you're doing a show, you're ready, you're ready. But we we threw in the first timers. We put it in the Midlands, which you know, middle of the country makes it easier. It's a smaller, intimate venue, um, and hopefully it goes well. I mean, we've got a few signed up for it. It's 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 still early days too. We've got the posing workshop on the fifth of March and and the judges workshop. So hopefully that'll they always help to encourage people to say, oh yeah, go on then, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about like the back end of the season too. Like we've we've got some cool shows. The show with Suki Suki from NFM is going to yeah, be really what, cool. What the- is that we need we need to talk about that because like i've got so i was like i've got so many questions but i'm just gonna like wait until we do a podcast like talk to me about that show because that show i'm like i not i'll be honest i'm not too sure i know there's gonna be loads of questions so i think this is probably a good opportunity to be like what is it why are you doing it and then i'm gonna ask you loads of those annoying questions that everyone else is gonna ask you that's fine you can ask away um (laughs) I'm I'm almost more excited about that than all the other stuff. Um, in a weird way, um, it's never been done before. So that's... never been done before. So so you're like so the people that are listening to this now, the the three of them, 
um, when they realised it was me, you know, are most likely people who are into competing or have competed or want to compete. So, you know, federations, unfortunately, let's 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 put the black and white out there. The unfortunately, lots of federations don't get on. It's a fact, and it's absolutely absolutely silly. Um, there's so much politics in bodybuilding; it's ridiculous. I'm not going to go into the whys and the wheres, but it is it is silly. At the end of the day, I love bodybuilding. I do. I love it. I've I've been involved in it for years. And I actively, and you can ask any athlete under the sun who has competed with us, and if I see them and the topic comes up backstage in the changing rooms, whatever, I will always say compete for everyone. Please compete for everyone. Irrespective of my personal opinions, I want people to compete. Because if you are in shape, why the hell not? Even my brother who competed with us, why the hell not? Jump, oh, yeah, but I don't want to join to them because they'll... I don't care. Just do it, Chris. You're in shape. Just do it. Just have a go. You ain't going to win, but, you know, have a go. Um, and the same with you. Look at you. You did a show with us on the Sunday. You you, you came across from Leicester on the Saturday. You competed then the week before or the week after. Like, it, it's when you're in shape and you've worked your ass off for 10, 20, 30 weeks, however long it might be, why the hell not? Because it is ace. It is ace. Standing up there, the experience of it all, the test of character, the whole thing that bodybuilding is is cool. So why the hell not? So I will always ask people to compete in other feds. What's lovely is that me and Suki have always had a very nice relationship. I get on really well with him. And we chat a lot. Um, it's cute when I want... see you both at each of our shows. I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like the brother. But, yeah, but isn't that how it should be, though, for God's it's sake? Like, isn't that how it should be? I don't go, oh, my God, Suki's got a show on the same weekend as me. Or I better put a show on on that weekend so that it fucks them up. That's stupid. And let's be clear, it's happening. Like there's, there's stuff like that happening. Look at this year, the PCA and the Two Bros finals are both on the same weekend. Oh yeah, they are, aren't they? And they're both well, I can't tell you that, but there's there's stuff. Yeah, it's it's not going to be a good day for the athlete because the athlete then has got to choose between one or the other. Unless no, no, it's, no, 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 who it's not going to be a good day for? Fuck, it's out of anyone. Yes, I know federations get the hit. It's fun. I get really pissed off about makeup artists. I feel really bad yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they the ones that happen to make a decision of like okay like which show can like do I go to and yeah. it's like well, if you would have split that up like I personally think out of anyone in this industry it's the makeup artists that actually take the hit the most oh yeah like like Haley that runs ours and she's lovely um Haley needs to know so far in advance when the shows are and and then on top of that remember it's not their day to day because they do weddings and they do everything else as well like the bodybuilding season is only part of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's logistically hard for them to run. But but basically what I'm trying to say is me and Suki have always got on. We've always wanted to do something together. So obviously the first thing is that they've got a show at Fit Expo. So we're there on the Saturday with the Conti Classic on the Saturday, um, on the same stage in the middle of the, the expo, and then on the Sunday it will be the Fit Strong Classic. So there's two shows because you know, we've got a stage, we've got an audience of people that are all the same. So why the hell would you not have two feds there? My my ultimate dream from the beginning was always how cool would it be if all the feds put a show on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, an expo, whatever, and then on the Sunday all the champions were crowned. But no one wants to do it because no one wants to say, well, my feds lesser than your fed because that's that's the fact of the matter. No one because that happens, doesn't it? You know, there will be people who compete with certain feds and say, well, that fed's not as good as this fed, so this is the true champion and all that nonsense. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's lots of crappy politics involved, unfortunately, and. Suki and I have always stayed away from that. So he'll be like, I think it was back in whenever it was last summer, like, Darren, what, what shows are you looking at? What dates are you looking at? Okay, Wicked, right, then I'll move that one then because that makes sense for that. Okay, I'll move this one then. Okay, so I'll take that one. And, and we moved things around so that it worked. 
it doesn't matter so much if it's a completely different part of the country. It doesn't matter as much. If you've got one in Manchester and you've got one in, in Devon, there's a high likelihood those athletes, you know, will be more from that catchment area. But especially like a Midlands show, if he's doing a Leicester and I'm doing a a, a Wolverhampton one, the two being in, in a similar area, you're you're kind of fishing from the same pool. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, so, so what, what the fuck is this Night of Champions then? So the Night of Champions is a opportunity for two feds to come together and show that, fuck me, people can get on and we can work together. So the judging panel, which is the most important thing, because as you know, you're a judge, you know the crack. Um, the judging panel will be made up of a combination of judges from ourselves and from NFM UK. So uh, Lisa will be head judge female for us. And then you've got, is it Abby, NFM? So Lisa and Abby will be head judges on there. And then Lisa will bring, I think, three. And Abby will bring, I think, three. Um but that's cool anyway, because Lisa knows everyone anyway. She's judged with everyone. For example, Simon Fan obviously was PCA with her and Nabber and stuff like that. They, they know each other and, you know, we all get on. We'll have meetings prior to that and iron out everything so that it's all nice and clean. Um, you know, the compare, I would imagine, will be shared between the likes of Rick, who does ours, and, and you guys that do your, the NFM. Um, oh, did I do that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I that Kenny's dropped us that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, but ultimately, how it's going to be is this, right? And and there's 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 multiple reasons. The m- number one reason is because it's just going to be super cool. And, you know, why the hell not? We're working together. There's lots of stuff I'm not going to go into massive detail on. But the guts of it is that the day show is open for absolutely anyone. Anyone can compete, right? Obviously, you've got to pay. You pay, you register, and anyone competes. Now, bear in mind where we've put it in the calendar. So the PCA finals is that week, I think. Then there's um, the two rows finals. Then I think there's a week off. Then we're... Then we've got our finals. I think Suki's shows the week before, somewhere around there. And then literally it's a week after or two weeks after our British finals and four weeks after or three weeks after the PTA and two bros. So effectively, it's in a time where if you are a finalist next year, this year, and you're any good, you will be in shape, right? Um, so the day shows open for absolutely anyone. So anyone can come and compete in that. But the night show is for anyone that gets invited from our British finals. So not only let's say you come first or second in our in our finals and you 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 get your trophy and you get whatever you get. Well, now you'll get, and also if you're good enough, obviously, you'll get an invite to the Night of Champions in two weeks' time. Similar to, I suppose, what PCA do with and you're good enough so you can go in our universe or our open or whatever they call it. Um, but effectively, they can then compete with us in the night show because they are deemed good enough because they have came first or second in the British finals, correct? So how does it work with NFM then? Because that was my question. But, I went NFM, to go pro. Yeah, I so but, pro, but pros in yeah. any Fed, apart from IVB, obviously, because uh, they won't allow it to. Um, but effectively, any PCA pros, GBO pros, whoever pros, NABA pros can, will get an automatic. They will be allowed to compete in the night show. That is the pro-am show, right? Does that make any, sense? Any pro in any, like, so like purely yeah. pro. Yeah so, if you're a, yeah, so if you're a GBO pro, I don't know, Name one. Let me, you know, I don't know. Really? Yeah. They get, they, they've got their pro card. They don't want to compete in the day. They've earned their status because they've got that pro status. So they can register for the pro in whatever division they are in the evening. Um. So they, so they don't feel outdone then. They, they've deserved that place. Same as Brian, who, who's a PCA pro who wants to have another crack at it who also incidentally technically isn't allowed to compete with us because we don't have a pro league and all that nonsense. So effectively they can compete in that night show 
Um, and then the people from our Fed, because we don't have a pro class, and we've no real aspiration to have that, by the way, either. Um, then they can they can uh, get into that night show by coming first or, or getting an invite, basically, at our finals two weeks prior. So effectively, the day show for everyone, the night show is for people that are either pro in any of the Fed and those that have deservedly uh, got their invite from coming first or second or wherever it might be in the finals two weeks prior. What's cool about that is those six or eight classes, whatever they may be, will be um, heavily um, sponsored in terms of cash for some really cool prizes. So it gives them the opportunity to uh, to make a few quid as well. So, so everything we it's not to get to Atlas, it's prize money and sponsorship, like that sort of realm. Yeah. So I think Suki Scott obviously is is work is he does his stuff with his Atlas thing. He might throw stuff in. I don't know. There might be the winners go. I don't know. I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I can tell you that there'll be some really cool brands involved. There'll be some really cool sponsors involved. Um, and every penny of the prize money that gets given will go towards that prize pot. So effectively you know, whether it's bodybuilder or bikini or, or, or whatever it is on the evening, we'll win a, a fair bit of money to walk away with and enjoy Christmas. So it's it's just a coming together of two feds. But, you know, from a from your perspective, let's say you're there and you've got a pop up or, you know, cookie dealers there doing a pop up or whatever. Then you've got these two audiences of fans, um, which should yield a fair audience between the two. Suki knows how to sell tickets, you know, better than I do, far better than I do. Um, you know, the two the two groups of people together, you know, we'll have a few trade stands in there. It, we've pit Leicester, middle of the country, makes sense. Um, and yeah, it should be just a really cool day. But the number one thing, the more important thing in all of it is the fact that it's a celebration of us working together and showing that you absolutely bloody can. Mm. Because wouldn't the world be a nicer place if people went, do you know what, I've realised my British finals this weekend, do you mind moving yours or shall I move mine so that the athlete can actually choose instead of, nah, fuck it, let's put it on the same weekend and fuck them up. What a stupid, like, it's ridiculous. Mm. Um you know, the the season or, or the sorry the the career of a bodybuilder or competitive bodybuilder isn't isn't long. It's like let people compete in as many shows as possible. Let them enjoy it, and that weekend, well, that night will be really cool. Um, you know, we'll do plenty of promo on it prior to it. We'll do plenty of Q and As. We're going to do some live stuff and and stuff like that. There will be kind of questions. Well, what? Well, your criteria is a little bit different to the. FedEx criteria. So we'll iron all that out. The judges will get together. But ultimately, you know yourself. And Lisa will simplify that with any judging. Judging, irrespective of what Fed you are, they're all looking for the same thing, effectively. Yeah. Because I the bit that baffles me sometimes, I'll get questions with, oh, I would do your Fed, but you have this leg bent instead of that leg bent. I'm like, what? When the other fucking leg bent? What are you on about? Like it's it it it's little questions, and I think. It just baffles me sometimes. The the best physique will win. That's it. End of. And um, every criteria of bodybuilding is pretty much the same. We're all looking for balance. We're all looking for proportion. We're all looking for a condition applicable to the class, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just think it will be really cool. Um, I think it sends a message that people can work together. And uh, and yeah, that's kind of it. Does that kind of answer it? Pretty much. Pretty much. It's a, I as, think it's a cool one. I think it's going to be a cool one, to be fair. As an athlete, would you would that fire you up? Would you think, yeah, I'll have a crack at that? Or It is on my birthday. So would I compete on my birthday? I don't know. But... Oh, yeah. Take the birthday out of the equation. As as someone who competes and enjoys competing, would you think, would would you think yes or no to that? What's your thoughts? Well, yeah, because I, I know things. I know you and Suki really well. So, like, I go to, like, I've, I've done both shows as a competitor and, like, behind the scenes. So, yeah. Like we sound, 
And I, and I was also, when you, you were talking about a little while about that first timers, and I was thinking about this, as a first timer, like there's pros and cons to whether you do a first timer show. But I think when I look back at my first time, I quite liked that there was only me and like two other first timers. And then you're kind of like a little duckling who was being looked after by like the big, the big, the big swans sort of thing. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking, shit, if I was like a first timer in a first timer show, like you're like the blind feeling the feet, like following the blind sort of shit. Yeah. So I quite like the fact that like my first time, it was like people took you under your wing. They are right, come on, do this. Yeah, and I think and I think with us, it's you know, let's make no bones about it. I'm I'm gonna make it my mission to make sure that the first timers that compete with us in a first timer show feel absolutely loved, feel absolutely welcomed. And I think that's something that we do do really well. We do have a real community vibe and a family feel. So I'm hoping that we even get better at that. And and I and especially I'm not going to lie here and say, yeah, we're full. We've got, you know, we're 75 percent full three. No, we're not. No, we're not. Um, if you are a first timer and you don't want to stand with 25 of the first timers in that class, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. It's a soft landing bay, which allows you to compete and then choose then to compete you know, a few weeks later or the day after or whatever else. Mm. Um, there's a hell of a lot of shows this season anyway, isn't there? So, um, Not as many yeah. as last year, I don't think. I feel like it's kind of, it has reduced maybe by like 15, 20%. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know. I, I don't know, because everyone's busy, like, yeah. oh, it looks busy. I'm like, it always looks busy. But like when I looked at it, as I know, it didn't look as like, I probably need to look back at like the 2022 calendar and kind of see. Um, yeah, it looks like an interesting like season. The question I have for you, is like what pressure can you feel as someone that runs a federation that isn't spoken about what do you mean so like the pressure of running a federation like surely that comes with all oh, right i thought i thought you meant what is the pressure of, of a fed that when no one speaks about your fed i was like, oh no no um i feel, I feel pressure every day I've, I, yeah this week's been hard like in terms of uh i've started now getting into my stress self like my worry self because you know what we're we're 90 we're 87 days out from fit expo now um and it's like whoa this is now where it starts to get crazy because all the stuff that has lead time you know whether it's carrier bags or lanyards or goodie uh, goodie bag boxes or t-shirts everything's got lead time so everything's now starting to get very real um are we doing anything this year with like the VIP, you get a box prior to the event and stuff like that. So all that stuff needs to be ordered and filled and sorted. Uh, in terms of the federation, yeah, it's daily. Like you've got money's always a constant thing. But people don't understand how much things cost. You know, we went out the traps year one with venues just to make a statement that you know we want it to be premium. We do, and so some of the venues we had year one, we just can't keep doing. Like some of them are just mental, like the price. Um, we've got into a groove now and and I've kind of removed a couple of venues and brought different venues in and done certain deals where if you sign up for three years, you get this and all that kind of stuff. So I'm getting better at stuff like that now, but the venue cost is is massive. And whilst no one's registering, you know, it's last October or whatever, you've still got to get your deposit in for that venue next year and, and obviously yeah. more shows. So this year, what have we got? 15 shows, 14 shows, 15 shows, that's 14 deposits. Now, there was a time before COVID where you could put down a 10% deposit on a venue. That's Them days are gone. Mm. Most venues now either want half or they want full. Mm. 
So you're paying in full for a venue. And bear in mind, just to let people into the secrets, any of these venues can cost anywhere between two and five K. Um, most venues come with the AV guys and the techies and that, but some of them don't. You have to pay that on top. So you can be looking at a good venue being three and a half, four grand plus, you know, that. It's mm. a lot of money. Yeah. The trophies, you know, our trophies. Uh, we don't scrimp on our trophies. I think everyone's seen our trophies. Our trophies are a lot of money. A hell of a lot of money. Uh, the medals and all that isn't a lot, but it adds up. So yeah, the the stress of the money side of it is always stressful. Um, and I then think all it's the very stuff... interest. I think it is like any whether they're a federation or like a business in this industry, it is it is seasonal. And like that's something that for me, like I still kind of like struggle to get like to kind of navigate sometimes because it is like some people are like, oh like I'll wait till later to pay for this, and I'm just like ah like you have no yeah. idea. I was like how much yeah. like. But like, it's, even like tan, yeah. like, you know, we do our tan, we get protan, but protan comes from only, you can only buy protan in from two countries. And and then you've got the customs and, and all that kind of jazz and you're waiting for that and you've got minimum orders, but then you're ordering this chunk of tan, which isn't cheap. Let's get it clear. Like we, we charge what we charge for tan, guys. We're not making an absolute fortune. It's it's bloody expensive. Yeah, um, it takes ages to arrive. So you're literally like down on that money. Like I get yeah, that. I mean, you since Brexit... Yeah, since Brexit, I haven't had a customs bill that's less than 500 quid for for just a small order of tan. I mean, some of the bigger orders are more, way more than that. So that's just something that happened in the last two years that wasn't there before. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the tan inside of things. And you and you know people are going to register for a show, which is great. But tickets tend to only go in the last kind of 15 days. People don't buy tickets up front. Some do. Some are very organised. But same as FedExpo, you know, you get a surge at the beginning when you go on sale and then it's generally the last 30 days where it goes up. Um, so all of those stresses. And then I think, you know, the ultimate thing is the stress of will I, will there be more athletes this year? There's nothing worse for me as someone who runs a Fed to see an empty stage or, or empty classes. And it, it, it breaks my heart when you see that. And you do see, still see that at some shows. And um, it just luckily happened. we were good. Yeah, I think that is very like common, like federations don't really talk about it. But talking from someone that has been at many feds and it's like, it's very common where like there are some classes, like it's very hard to find. And it's actually not with you guys, ironically, but it's very hard. It's very rare that I will see a full, what I hate saying this word, but a full stacked figure lineup until later on the year. You always find good figure girls with you guys, but like there's plenty of other federations that I go to where I'm like, there's like no figure. Or there's like, yeah, you're yeah. literally the only one in trained figure and you happen to like stand on stage with someone else and that sort of thing. So like, it is more common than what people kind of like want to maybe like talk about, about or portray. And obviously like the start of the year, you have got that possibility where you're not going to probably get any wellness athletes. You might get like one. Yeah, yeah. And that's well, yeah, I'm like, about. no, absolutely. And and that's always a worry that the, the show looks quiet. Um, there's always a worry that, you know, tickets won't sell. There's always a worry that, you know, there's some influential people out there that a lot of people listen to. Um, and and it's unfortunate sometimes that the the masses can just be blinded by those people and listen to them only. Um, so, you know, let's take this coach here. This coach here, there's no name, by the way. That's just let's just pretend there's a coach here. Uh, I'm not pointing to a picture, by the way, for anyone that's listening. Uh, I've got a little voodoo doll. But let's say this coach here is is saying, oh, yeah you should only compete with this fed. And it's like, all right, cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers for that. And that happens. It happens all the time. That reminds me of the UK BFF days. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's worse than that now. It is worse than yeah. that now. And I don't care about talking about that. I don't care. It is worse than that now. You think it's and worse? I know that. Why do you think it's worse? I know it, 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 it is worse. I think it's, it's maybe like with maybe one or two, but I think the rest of the industry is pretty, pretty clued up, I would say. Yeah, the rest, uh, uh, nah, I don't know. Maybe I'm too hopeful. That's an I would love that. I would love that to be the. I would love that to be the case, but it, trust me, it isn't. And I know that from a pro level. I know that from Fit Expo. I know that from athletes that should have attended Fit Expo who were told, "Oh, I can't attend Fit Expo because of this," right? And which is nonsense. Let's get it clear. But there are people out there who will say, "Don't compete with them. Don't compete with them. Only compete with these." And people listen to that. Whereas I wouldn't do that if I'm a coach and I'm, you know, yes, I'm taking your money and yes, it's a business as a coach. But at the same time, who do you want to compete for, Jazz? What you know? What are you looking for? Are you looking for a written? No, I'm. I'm not asking that. You know, I just, just you know me. I'm just like a free bird. I'm just like, no, but that's what I mean. But that's how it should be. If I'm a coach, and you know, your Joe will say to his athlete, "Who do you want to compete for?" He'll have an idea of how good that athlete is, right? And he'll think, right, I think you'll probably be suited to this one or this one or this one. But where do you want to compete? And if that that athlete wants to compete in uh, with us or with whoever, with Suki or whoever, then let him and 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 support him on that journey. If that athlete is absolutely top draw and looks phenomenal inside out all the time, and and they're going to be a pro, then fair enough, of course, you know, crack on and and do do a qualifier or whatever else. But at the same time, it baffles me how many athletes think that they're going to be a pro and don't want to compete with any other Fed but that Fed because oh that's that's the only way I'm going to make it. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, well, you, you didn't come, you didn't place top three with us. You're not, you're not going to be a pro. Um, or maybe not yet. Like just, give it time. Not yet. No, so, not yet. No. Sorry. I think there's something to be said about. Um... Like, I guess seeing your physique as like a fine wine, like it gets better. Yeah. Like the more of course it does. Like and look, and and from someone who's been in this a long, like I'm old now, and I've been around for a long time, and working backstage at the feds, training with people who have done very well. I, you know, some of my old training partners are very, very good bodybuilders who've gone on to be very good bodybuilders. But that, you know, I always remember one of my old training partners, Pete Lawson. Pete Lawson is he's done second in the universe. He's done. He must have done forty five shows. He's won PCAs, he's won overalls, he's won nabbers, he's won he's won everyone, uh, pretty much. Um, I think the only one he hasn't competed in is two bros. I, I used to watch him and he used to say to me, and this is me, I remember him getting me ready for a week out for my first show. Stuff like that. He said, just the more practice you can get, the better. And I used to watch him and I've yet to see many people like Pete on stage who has such fluidity, I don't know if that's a word, I'm hoping it is, um, with his transitions. Everything is just beautiful. And I still see now people and their transitions are poor and they've got a posing coach and they're paying them for X amount of money. But when, with Pete, he practiced that many times. But overarching all of that, he bloody enjoyed it. He did it because he loved it. He won't be told by anyone who he can or he can't compete with. And he just bloody enjoys it. And you're trying to find him now anyway on Instagram. Right? Um, and it, yeah, it, yeah, I'm writing more of the episode notes that I'm like smiling. Yeah. But like, you know, this is a time when, you know, he was competing against the likes of Max O'Connor and Josh Maley. And, you know, these are, you know, Shane Cullen, if that that iconic picture of the PCA with them all, the class two lineup with Matt Tofton and Shane Cullen and um, and Dean White and all that. This is that time. This is that period where there was a hell of a stat lineup across all the classes. And he always said that to me. He said, just practice, 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 do as many shows as possible and uh, and just bloody enjoy it. It baffles me where this one client will go, no, I'm just doing this show this IPB pro qualifier on this day, and that's all I'm ever doing. I'm like, well, well, just enjoy yourself, man. You know, pick up some silverware, get some, you know, get, get your family down, you know, win a few win a few titles, enjoy the bloody process. 
you know so um so yeah to answer your question the biggest stress for me aside from the money and all the other stuff is the pressure that the pressure i can't control which is i can't control who you as a coach let's pretend is going to put into into shows and how much they're influenced by someone saying don't compete with them compete with them for whatever reason and trust me it's rife i've seen it i've seen the messages i've seen people talk about it it's not very nice and that doesn't really help us um my opinion would be just just support your athlete to compete with who he wants to or who she wants to and let them bloody enjoy it yeah it's funny we went like talk about that because the next thing i was going to talk about was kind of about like because you're very you're always like backstage that's pretty much like your gig um is there kind of like things you wish you would kind of could say to someone like really was like some fucking home truths and you yeah. just kind of go, oh, but like it's something that like maybe that athletes are missing out on or they haven't got the right mindset or mentality when they are backstage, when they are competing or are, or maybe on show day. Is there anything that you kind of see like, oh, I wish they knew that. I wish I wish an athlete knew that eating a piece of chocolate or having a handful of jelly beans while they're putting on their shoes, stepping on stage in four seconds won't make a bit of difference. <laughs> and it, it absolutely blows my mind that does, someone who's though. an intelligent person sitting in front of you and they're like, oh, hang on a minute. I've literally I know I've got to put my shoe on. I know I'm on stage in like four seconds, but I've got to eat this piece of chocolate and this because my coach told me to. Well, if your coach is any good, it told you to have that 25, 30 minutes ago, darling. Come on, get yourself on. It's it baffles me that I see I see that all the time. I remember I remember one of the athletes running to Tesco at the MS Bank Arena, and Tesco is not near to the MS Bank Arena in but in Liverpool, running to get a pack of rice cakes because they didn't have rice cakes and they were going on stage in about five, six minutes. I was like, by the time you get to Tesco, first of all, it's not gonna be any worth plus like it's not going to make any difference. It's not even going to be in your gullet. Like it's not. It's not going to make any sense. It's not going to be in your bloodstream for it to make the effect it has. So, and also, there's fucking loads of people here with rice cakes and jam. There's shitloads of the stuff. I so agree make, with this. Like I see, it's it. like this panic eating. Yeah. I see people panic eat like just for the going stage. And I'm like, yeah. Pumping up like pumping up like two hours before you go on stage. What, what are you doing? What are you doing that for? Oh, well, yeah, I just thought, well, no, don't please don't pump up yet. Yeah, make zero difference. Just get your pump on 10, 15 minutes before you need to. Then get your glaze on, then crack on. It's nice and simple. I see it every week. Um, okay, that kind true. of stuff, that kind of stuff is stuff. But that's why we're there to, and, and by the way, I don't, if there's anyone that's listening, I don't shout at you if you are eating a piece of Cadbury's two minutes before. I'll just say, please don't do that. There's no need. There's no need. Um, so, yeah, that stuff. What do you mean, home truths? Like more hard stuff? Do you mean, like, did I? That is that in itself is fucking golden though, and I so agree with it. Like it is this literally like the, panic eating, like just. I hear, I still hear, I still hear, and on this on this basis, please, that we have a. Um, I'm sure this will be out by then, but on March the fifth, we're having a judges workshop and opposing seminar in Birmingham. Judges workshop, we'll go into more detail in a minute, but is it's an opportunity for you to see how and why we judge the way we judge. Um, I'm gonna say we, it's pretty much the same for all the all the feds. It's it's an insight into judging, and it's really something I would recommend anyone comes to. Mm. Um, because this is the common one I hear backstage. Do they mark down for this? Do they mark down for this? Do they mark down for this? And it's like no one starts with a hundred points and we knock off a point for this. Oh no, he's got this. No, she's got that. We knock off a point, knock a point. You know that. I know that. I think we've done that to death. 
That's not how judging works. So we don't knock off points for this, that and the other. Um, that's a common thing you hear a lot backstage. Um, but you know, other than that, it's just the political side of it. it. It does really bother me. It does. And I suppose I've stayed quite quiet on it for the last couple of years, but I'm kind of past it now. There are people out there who say don't compete for this Fed or don't compete for that Fed, only compete for this Fed. And you've got to ask yourself, whether you're a coach and you've got clients or whether you are an individual, you've got to ask yourself, who am I doing this for today? Am I doing it for to keep that guy there happy? Or am I doing it because I want to compete in this show and I want to win and I want to enjoy it and and whatever else? And and that should really be your answer. You, you, you're doing it for you. Um, You shouldn't be influenced by someone telling you to compete for this, compete for that Fed, compete for this Fed, because for me, it's bizarre. It is bizarre. But yeah, it's funny that you mentioned this stuff because I'll be honest, like I just kind of like, I think I've realized there's a lot of things that I kind of forget happen. I, I'm just so like, maybe I'm like oblivious or I just kind of, I'm just not. Do you mean I'm, the political stuff? Yeah, and just like that, just a lot of things sometimes. I'm like, that goes on still? Or that's that's a well, I'll, I'll, one bit that wound me up before Christmas was uh, like genuinely, and I'm not going to say names because it's silly, but a, a, a athlete told someone, uh, showed me the message, and it was like, um, unless you're going to compete with this Fed or this Fed next year, don't use me. What? What? Like, because that's just that. That's just shit. Like, what's that about? Yeah, I think there's a difference, though. I think there is a difference between, like, your coach going, you know, I think you, you know, sometimes, like, for me, Joe's like, oh, you really should go for this or go for that. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. And he's like, no, like, push me. But, like, you know, you can do this, you can do that. And I think there's a massive difference as a client or as a competitor to understand like when a coach is like being like the encouraging pushing, but like, come on, you can do this show. You can do that show, whatever it is. And then there's like, okay, these are your options. That is it. It's either chocolates or pears. And if it's not chocolates or pears, then that's it. I think it's like, yeah, people should probably like yeah, get but when, understanding. No, like, I get that. And, and listen, you know, you've got to know your audience. You've got to know your athlete. If you think this athlete is, is, is good and has the ability to be a pro down the line. Absolutely. If they are, even if someone is, let's say your, you know, your Joe has got a client and they write, wow, this guy is going to be absolutely phenomenal. He's most likely going to win a pro card this year if he gets lucky and, and you know, he's on the right. It's all about who's on there on the day. We all know that. But there is zero reason why he, that he can't do a couple of shows prior to that if he wanted to. Yeah. And if it was someone who has got a history of doing multiple shows and having no issue with that. But it's almost like there's no point doing that because you're only doing this. So there's that element. There's the athlete that's been around for a while and has got that ability. But then there's the others who who haven't competed with anyone ever before, but they're still being told by said coach to only compete for this bed or this bed. And then the that's then backed up by, I don't want you to compete for that fed because if you do, then this fed will know you compete for that fed and that won't look well on you. And that's a fact. And obviously I've got multiple bits of evidence on that. And it's just stupid. And it's and people like don't know. Just people do people have time for this? I'm, well, I just sometimes I, I, I just I, think like I ain't got time. To... It's just silly. It's uh well, I've done multiple ones and it's all good. Like I don't know. I never. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Over... But that, but that's how it should be, Jazz. Yeah, I've never like overthought the process. I've never like. But the problem is when you've got this athlete who's like, oh, I'm going to be a pro, or I want to do this, and I, and they've got all the gear and they really want to do it, and they know, you know, in terms of. You know, they've bought this, they've bought that, and they know how much it's going to cost. They've put their soul into it. You see them training really hard. But then 
when you ask them, they just want to compete. They just want to have fun. But when they're so blinded by this coach, oh, yeah, but this coach is so powerful and this coach has got so many followers, I better listen to them because they know what they're on about. But when said coach is actually benefiting massively from the fact that they're they're pummeling people into this bed, oh, the politics is right. It's absolutely right. I'm and so it's a shame. Oblivious. <laughs> huh? I like my oblivious, um, oblivious. Uh, well, that's it. But that, this is the problem. That is the bad thing about the industry. Like that is the bad thing about the industry. Um, you know, it ain't it ain't that hard. Like you know, there's it, it's it's a simple process. You know, getting in shape, get a coach that you trust that you like that has contact with you. Like you know, people ask me all the time, what coach would you recommend? And I'm not gonna again. I'm not. Oh, gonna what a loaded it. question that is. Yeah. Um, but like you get it all the time and and like depending on, you know, how friendly are there, some of these are friends of mine or whatever else. I'll always push people I know towards people that I know have a and most importantly, uh, they're nice and they show respect to people and they they know what they're on about and all that kind of stuff. Um, but B, they've, you know, they've had results and I've seen them take this person from this to this. Um, but for me. I know really good coaches in, 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 you know, on the scene, whether they're based here or abroad. And I know what their response time's like. I know how personable they are. I know how good they are with contact, you know, all that stuff. I think I was watching the thing on Christian yesterday, Christian's one, you know, and he's kind of calling out coaches for not being that and for being very much WhatsApp diets and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Christian, isn't that like, you know, Christian's a good guy. You know, there's, there's Joe Cross. He's, he's a great guy. Like certain people have such great response times and they're so, they're so on it with their athlete, whereas there are others, unfortunately, it's just a money train. It's just a money train. And I hear the horror stories on that end as well. Oh, I never got my diet, uh, my, 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 you know, my food for this morning. I'm going on stage at, at you know, 11 a.m. I haven't still haven't had my plan back for what today's food is. And lo and behold, that coach is over in Alicante prepping his famous client. And it's all like, do you get what I mean? It's like, if you're going to take on clients, irrespective of whether they're competing in NABA or PCA or whoever, give them the the time and the credit they deserve so i think you know yeah choose just choose someone that you trust some tr just choose someone that you think is going to work for you like my brother he was like who should i work with and i put him towards someone because i know that person um will will push him and and give him a kick up the ass because chris can be lazy but at the same time he knows his stuff and he keeps it really simple he keeps it really simple. went a bit political didn't i <laughs> don't mind me just here listening I have a last question though. Well, it's not a question, but I like, I don't really, you know, like last year with the Compact Classic, I did the mug because then that was like a very last minute idea, but it was fucking brilliant. I was like oh, sitting here today and I was like, mm, how can I top? Like, I can't, can I just do the same thing again? Or can I like top it? How do I top it? I don't know. That show, that show was fucking mental, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty it cool. It was mental. Uh, it, it was mental. Um, it's not the same venue, as you know. I think you know why, but it's not the same venue. Um, can I not say that on air? It's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. Um, it, there's two reasons it's not the venue. There's one reason that we were agreeing to. Just say they don't like bodybuilders there. They're not a fan. Yeah, they're not a fan. The venue are not a fan. Um, toilet seat bill was fun as well. All the toilet seats needed replacing. I've never had to pay for new toilet seats in a venue before. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh yeah, all of them. And I said, I said, I won't say her name. Let's call her let's call her Karen. Yeah. For the purposes of this. Yeah. Uh, Karen, just spray some bleach on love. It's fine. It's fine. No, nope, no. Nope. I want all of them replacing. 
because let's just get it clear on here. That's because of the tan. Um, toilets are generally a mess because of the tan. They didn't like that. But also, backstage just isn't big enough for the amount of athletes. It was rammed. How many bikini girls do we have? 40-odd? 50-odd? I just know there was four bikini classes. That's all I know. We had to split. We've never split our classes into four before. I don't think any fed has, it, you know, apart from these ones that do the size thing. But we um, we normally would have bikini, and then we started doing bikini class one, class two. We had four classes at the compact because of the, uh, the amount of people uh, that signed up. Not just those classes, all the other classes were stacked. We had a, it was a cracking day. You know, some great athletes did well out of that. You got some blinders, didn't you, in your little gang? Um, I always do. Don't know how it happens. I, do you know what? I always shit myself and always like, okay, I'm not going to do it this year. I can't do it. Can't do it. And then like that magical ha- moment happened with all three of them. I was like, okay, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah, it's, um, it's cute. Yeah, it was good. It was a good show. So yeah, we moved it this year. Um, yeah, do, I don't know what to do. Like, do I do like I don't know what I don't know how I can top the mugs because the mugs are the like mugs were, yeah, the mugs were nice. They were nice. They were a nice touch. What else can you do? Nice touch. They were bloody brilliant. Oh, they were. Um, I don't know. I think just do that again. It was cool. Everyone liked it. Everyone has a cup of coffee in the morning, don't they? So maybe I do like one. Big... I know I've got. One. I can get like the big ones. Maybe yeah, I like just ten x it. Just do the mugs. Just 10x the mugs and make them like the big ones. I think I've got one here, but I can't. It's gonna be really I don't nice. like big I don't like big mugs. Well, you don't have to have one then. No, I don't, true. So funny. But yeah, thank yeah. you. When is that? October the first, is it? Something like that? No, you did it September, I think. Let me have a little uh, tenth of September. That's a nice time. Yeah. Leicester, Athena. To fact, I've got family in Leicester, so it's technically still compact in my head. <laughs> Well, it's not the thing. It's not that far either, is it? Because I know when I go, when I've been down to Northampton, you kind of go past there in a roundabout way. Yeah. But like I said, the venue. Yeah. Let's just get it clear. The venue don't like bodybuilding, and they don't like the toilets being. And even though, even though I paid for new toilets for the whole building, they still wouldn't have us back. God, Northampton. Northampton. All the Northampton bums are going to have a right luxury experience this year, thanks to you, then. Yeah. Love it. So, um... But I don't think it matters in terms of like I think people travelled from all over the shop for that, didn't they? Mm. It was cool. Where are the winners? Where are the winners from? I mean, um, your your overall winner was she's a Cockney and she she's down she's Essex or is she London? London. She's, she's somewhere in London. G- and then um, Nottingham. And then one of the girls is from Liverpool. Lives in Liverpool anyway. Yeah. yeah. And where's G from? Nottingham. Right. Nottingham. Yeah. So you've kind of got a mix from all over, but athlete-wise, the bodybuilders all over the shop. And this is it. People travel all over the shop for these shows anyway. And it surprises me. Like you'd imagine this athlete to compete in this show geographically, but then they end up competing somewhere else. But it's when you're ready, isn't it? Do you know what's going to be funny though? When um, top three next time will stare at me, being like, "Oh, is it all going to be top three again?" I'm going to be like, "Don't blanket on me." I might. You can't, just... Yeah, you, you can't do that forever, can you? Because it's just no. silly. But it was funny though. I remember thinking, like, I really would love a wellness or a figure athlete, and then they all just turned up as two figure and one wellness. I was like, well, that works out well. <laughs> but no, it's it's exciting. We're ready. Uh, well, we will be ready. And then obviously, Fit Expo is bigger and better. Um, well, yeah, I'm hoping it's bigger and better. It's at Manchester. We've moved it. Uh, that's 14, 13th, 14th of May, and yeah, super excited about that. Um, tickets have gone a lot better for that so far this year, which is great, thank God. But I think that's building traction as well. You're doing something there, remember? I can't remember what. You just said, yeah. I just said, will you do something compact key in the gym, like some form of workshop slash 
talk slash seminar and you went yeah 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 I just say this is what I do I just say yes and then I figure it out later on yeah. well yeah so I was gonna actually message you about that so whatever that looks like but you're doing something compactly sounds good um yeah we've got some cool names coming again and more to announce and um yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping we get a few more people through the door it's grown nicely and we just you just need a little bit of time on it and it's been that's a lot of work that's a lot of stress that's my that's my main stress jazz if i'm honest with you more than the fed i think the fed kind of getting there really but the, the expo is just it's a big thing everything takes time though everything takes time 100 percent. but i'm going to leave all your links like down below so everyone can like have a look um get your tickets enter for fitx as well night of champions look like it's going to be really good fun so and i apologize for this computer doing this virus thing i'm going to go around and take it back to the laptop man i'm just going to get slapped it's fine. It's been a nice touch. It's been a nice touch. No, it's, it's annoying. I paid him loads for that to get rid of that. He went, oh, it's all gone. It's all gone. It won't pop up again, mate. I've, I've quite liked it. I've quite liked it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode.